This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, your host on Diversity Bites, the program for everybody who understands the challenges inherent in creating a more diverse workforce. Join us as we explore the strategies and mindsets needed to transcend statistics, increase belonging, and unlock higher performance. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, creator of the Everybody Thrives program. I've been thinking a lot about today's modern manager who's going to have more diverse and global teams than ever before. And that presents a challenge. How do you thrive as a manager when you're managing a team with disparate and sometimes incongruous ways of thinking, communicating, and personal requirements? And one of the ways this can come through is in terms of the way you manage your people or rather, you know, don't manage them almost in a way to get success. So what do I mean by that? First of all, the concept that you manage tasks and results. You're not really managing people, right? You're not specifically ordering people around because the great value of hiring good people is they're able to manage themselves and given the right direction, they can accomplish things maybe even faster or better than you would have been able to teach them how to do and they're able to innovate and see things and apply their own knowledge and background to it. Now, of course, you know, they have to do things on schedule and it has to meet certain standards, but I feel that managers who try to um, control or pigeonhole what their people do too much end up with uh, people who become very almost like drones or robots because every time they try to exercise some independence or creativity, it is really stifled and, and almost sometimes, unfortunately, punished. Um, so that can really uh, take away one of your greatest resources, which is the ability of your people to think on their own. So that leaves the question, what should be the goal of the manager in addition to you know accomplishing the things that the manager has been asked to do? One of your goals as relates to your people would be to develop them fully, right? To make them as amazing as they can be. Now, one thing about this is in order to do this, you have to be willing to understand that at some point they may outgrow you. They may outgrow the role and want to do something else because they've grown so much and doing what they were hired to do is no longer going to be satisfactory. In fact, it even means they may outgrow you in terms of they may become better than you or be able to do things either in your role or in another department, which are even greater or higher than you've ever been able to accomplish. And we see that happening all the time, right? Someone who came in um, at a lower level is eventually a very senior person and leading teams that are filled with people who used to be their boss or at least used to be a level above them. So to develop people fully, I've come across two requirements that really help. Uh, and the first has to do with ego, right? If you want to develop your people fully, you have to, as a manager, understand that it's not about you. It's about your people. It's about them. It's about their benefit and how they can grow and perform the role to the best of their ability. It's not about how you use or deploy them for your benefit or for the task. So, you know, everyone may not agree with this, but another way to think about this, it's about love, right? It's about loving your people 
to the point where you know it's not just they're there to do the role it's you love them that you want to be the best version of themselves that you want them to develop as much as they can even if that means they surpass you and that's something that can be very difficult for managers and that's why ego is the first requirement or rather having sort of an understanding of your ego and being able to relinquish it when it comes to loving uh, in an HR <laughs> friendly way and, and loving, uh, you know, from a skills perspective and development perspective, uh, people that you manage. The second requirement is you have to have clarity. And a lot of diversity uh, concepts come into play with clarity because you can only truly develop your people fully if you can see them clearly without conflict of interest, without bias, or any other lenses that distort your ability to perceive them accurately. So some examples, maybe you may have some um, assumptions about how people of a certain gender should operate, uh, people of a certain ethnicity, people with a certain education. You may have certain biases about what people are able to do if they have an accent or they don't have a certain level of education or they didn't come from such and such school or training uh, before they came to you and joined your team uh, because they may actually be capable of so much more. But what happens with a lot of managers is they have this lens, which they don't even realize they have on it. And, you know, in trainings, they talk about unconscious bias. So that's basically um, what it is. I'd like to bring it to the point where this is why it really matters. It's not so much that you have the bias, it's that you are not able to manage your people fully and develop them fully because you are not seeing them clearly. So that can be a real hampering, not just to that person and to their career, but to your career because now you have a resource that you don't really understand fully, which means they can't do their job as well as they can. And as a manager, you're not able to develop them fully. So what is the easiest way to counter this, right? So one, one thing that, you know, makes people crazy about unconscious bias training is, you know, it's like, okay, like, I get it. We all have unconscious bias. Like, what are we supposed to do about it? Short of companies implementing all these systems and processes, which can be helpful, but um, on a day-to-day -day practical level, you know, people don't want to go around thinking like, okay, how am I biased here? How am I biased there? Uh, that cannot be very practical from uh, a day-to-day working perspective. So, so I get that. Um, and so one thing we can do, which is perhaps a little bit easier and doesn't require you to be in charge of any, you know, HR processes um, or super vigilant, uh, is to see everyone as having limitless ability, right? Like, you know, like that baby who became an NFL football player or that baby who became, um, I don't know, like uh, the best debater on your team or, you know, the child, you know, who, who became, you know, the greatest singer or performer, like that person at some point, you couldn't have really known how great they would become. But at any given point, uh, people have like this limitless ability. Now, it doesn't mean everyone's going to become everything, but it means that uh, people all do have so much more ability to maybe than, than our um, categorizations and our biases and our assumptions about people would lead us to believe. So one way to counter that is just to see everyone as having limitless ability. Maybe they don't seem as smart as you, doesn't matter. They could do amazing things. They could start a company that you'll be working for and will have a pension from. Maybe that person isn't as good as public speaking as you. They're introverted. 
doesn't matter. They could create some code which you know sells their company for a billion dollars. So it's really about sort of tearing down this barrier, not one by one, but just tearing the whole thing down. Just by saying, look, when you meet people, when you manage people, there is really no limit to what they can do. Now, does it mean they're gonna do it tomorrow and they're gonna be running the company? No, of course not. But what this framework, what this mental shift allows you to do is to really see people more as they are and start to remove some of the lenses that we all have in our minds that can actually make us worse managers and not able to manage people because we're trying to manage them through who we think they are rather than who they truly are. So if you'd like to show your support and are getting value from these episodes of Diversity Bites, uh, quick favor, I would love for you to leave a review or share this episode with just one trusted friend. That's a great way for you to support the show and to help us grow. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, when it comes to higher performance, diversity bites, belonging delights. <laughs>